Hello everyone, it's a rainy day in Vancouver, and uh, you're listening to me, Ryan Dempsey. Um, This is going to become podcast number two in my uh, new podcast for 2018. Um, I'm in Vancouver, and I've been in Vancouver for a few weeks. Uh, I live here, (laughs) in the greater Vancouver area, but it's unusual for me to uh, stay in any one city for this long. Um... And um, but I'm here for a bit, and I'll go into a little bit more detail why in a little while. Um, but uh, just to, to start off this recording, I just want to say that this is again uh, number two in my uh, new podcast. Podcast number one really sucked. <laughs> it was a bit of a fail. Uh, the reason why it was a bit of a fail was um, um, I was new to this app that I'm using. It's called Anchor. I mean, if you're on Anchor, you know what I'm talking about. But if you're listening to this uh, from, uh, say, iTunes or anything else, um, I highly doubt anybody's listening to this right now. I'm talking about future people. Because hopefully this uh, podcast will have a few listeners, and you might be listening to the back catalog. And uh, uh, you might have listened to the first podcast. It really sucked, like you said. It was uh, less than five minutes. And that was part part fail, part good i mean i got a podcast off the ground which was good it was a victory for me but um it was only five minutes because i didn't know how to use this app uh the first app that i brought downloaded i wanted to be things to be very easy i used to be into audio recording and music recording but i didn't want to go down that route of uh, having to set up um i didn't want to set up a recording studio or try to find a recording setup the reason being is because i sometimes suffer from uh, paralysis by analysis, and I procrastinate on things. Um, I mentioned a little bit about that in my last podcast, about you know how you, you research and you try to find the best way to do things, and then you want the best gear, and then on and on and on and on, and then you get nothing done. My goal was to create a podcast, so I was looking for the quickest way to do it. So I downloaded an app, not an Anchor app. The, the first one was uh, a different app, um, and it was, a, I guess, free to use on trial basis. Um, and I downloaded the app and I didn't know as I was recording it that I only got 10 minutes. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's okay. My first episode will be less than 10 minutes. Um, so I grabbed the app and within a few seconds I was recording. It's like, okay, 10 minute episode, good enough. And then I thought, okay, now the next step in getting a podcast, because I used to, uh, be into podcasting years ago, um, so I knew the next step was I need hosting for this podcast. I didn't. I wasn't aware of all the free hosting available and all the different options now in 2018. Um, but uh, so I was. I think okay. I need to, to find a way to host it. So the next thing I did was go online and I try to search for uh, hosting options. And then I came across free hosting options. And then I came across an article talking about this app called Anchor. That um, was kind of a all-in-one situation or solution and it was the easiest way to get into podcasting so i thought okay great i'll download the app and i'll just re-record another quick podcast I'll scrap the other one and i'll use anchor so i was using anchor and uh, i spoke and i quickly downloaded it and i grabbed it hit record and started speaking and and then the timer i saw a timer which was like oh shoot i only have five minutes okay this is worse than the other app um, but I thought, okay, whatever. First episode's 
gonna be under five minutes. Now, I've been speaking for four minutes now. I can easily fill a lot of time speaking, even though in my you know regular life I'm a uh, quiet person. But when I get to talking, I can speak a long time. I used to preach, and I could preach for 45 to two hours, and I've spoken long talks, motivational talks. I've spoken uh, at conferences and and taught workshops, um, hosted meetup groups, and so I can speak. So, <laughs> so I quickly ran up to this uh, five-minute limit, and I thought, oh, this app is even worse. But I didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, this app is set up differently, so you can uh, record different segments. I think they call it Waves in uh, Anchor. I'm still learning the app. And uh, that's not your podcast. That's uh, just one wave, one audio segment. And then you can create a show. So I've got eight minutes to go, so uh, I will stop this, and I'll continue afterwards. <laughs> bit weird and the back I still don't know what I'm doing here but uh, continue off where I left off was uh, talking about recording on anchor um, where was I <laughs> there's also a big gap because you know of time that elapses between um, you finish that five minute segment and then you upload and you wait for the upload to happen and uh, you lose your train of uh, thought, your chain of thought. So that sucks. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe there's a way to do more long form audio, but uh, I'm going to work within the limits for now. Um, so, you know, you create your segments. I think they call them waves, um, but I'll just call them segments because that makes more sense to me. And uh, you add it to your anchor station. And uh, then you can, uh, I guess, connect those segments together which is what I didn't know yesterday and I didn't do yesterday but I'm going to try that today so I'm learning as I go now you connect the segments together and to create a episode so today we'll make an episode and that episode you can turn into a podcast episode which will download to Google Play and iTunes and that um, so that was uh, yesterday's fail so another fail was <laughs> I uh, named my podcast Courageous Conversations. Um, just because, I don't know, that just came out of my mouth while I was speaking in that first five-minute segment, first five-minute podcast. I mentioned, um, where's the effect? I was ready to start some Courageous Conversations. And I thought, hey, that's a good name for a podcast. And I quickly uh, named my podcast that, Courageous Conversations. Um, and uh, uploaded it, and within 24 hours, it was on iTunes as Courageous Conversations. And I th thought, okay, I'm gonna search for it. And I searched for it, and another pod podcast came up. <laughs> that was courageous conversations. It's been around for like three years, so I was like, oh shoot. Uh, I know I should have researched. It would have taken two seconds before recording, or rec before um, setting up the iTunes, etc., um, just to do a quick search. But I told myself I didn't want to research much. I just wanted to get something out there as quick as possible. My mistake. So now I got to find a way to change that all. It's not going to be courageous conversations. I don't want to step on any toes, or steal any names, and it'll probably just be the Ryan Dempsey podcast. Because that's me. Uh, so I got to figure out how to do that. Change in iTunes, your podcast name in iTunes, um, etc. And find out, I don't know where else to... And the Anchor app uploads stuff when it says you start a podcast, so I gotta find it all and change the name. Whatever, um, I'll get that done. But anyways, 
today I don't want to speak for too long. Like I said, I'm going to ramp up, so um, ramp up slowly. So my last uh, my last um, episode was uh, five minutes. Uh, this one I'm going to just shoot for 15 to 20 minutes. Um, should be good enough. Uh, just for now, just to say that there you go. I did two podcast episodes, and eventually it'll. Uh, I'll be. I'll get better at this. I'll know what I'm using, doing. I'll know how to use this app, and eventually I'd like to find guests, and that's really what I want to get into in the uh, the near future. Actually, in in uh, interviewing or just having conversations with interesting people on on subjects, and topics and issues that matter to us. Um, so um I have some time on my hand. I mentioned at in the beginning that uh I am here um at home in Vancouver. Um and uh I'm not usually in one place for, for very long. Um and I said I would mention a little bit more why. I'm on uh a short-term disability leave. And um so I'll, I'll go on my next segment and I'll exp- um explain why. I've I'm been suffering from something called Meniere's disease. And in the next segment, I'll I'll explain that what what that is if you are unfamiliar. All right, so uh, perhaps I'm speaking a little bit too fast. Um, I'm saying um too much, but uh, I'm not used to this time limit, so it's it's making me kind of anxious. Uh, these five minute segments are a bit weird to me. I'm used to speaking for a lot longer than that, but. Um, it is what it is for now, and I guess I'll get used to it or figure out another way around it. But uh, Meniere's disease, what is Meniere's disease? Meniere's disease um, is a an inner ear disorder. disorder. It uh, the main uh, main symptom is is vertigo or extreme dizziness. Um, it's not contagious. It's not life threatening, but it does make life suck at times. Um, I've had it for a long time. I'm, uh, I'll be turning 40 this year, and I think uh, the first symptoms I felt uh, would have been maybe 24 years old. So uh, I'm used to it, and it's gotten a lot better over the years to the point where now um, I only get an episode maybe you know, a few times a year. An episode meaning I get dizzy, I get vertigo a few times a year. Uh, but when you first get it, when you first start this whole Meniere's disease thing, a lot of times, there, I've, I've read a lot online about people who are getting them daily or mu- multiple times a day. I was never that bad. At its worst, I was getting it maybe three times a week. Um, and they weren't always as severe in intensity. Uh, when it's the most severe, uh, you can have, you get dizzy and then you get these drop attacks. I never get drop attacks anymore. But uh, when I was... Uh, back in my uh, mid uh, to late twenties, uh, you just you can't stand. You just want to lie down. You know, walking is very difficult. Standing is very difficult. You're, it basically throws you to the ground, and then the world starts spinning around you. You open your eyes, the world's spinning. So you close it, and you think, "Stop spinning! Stop spinning! Stop spinning!" You open it, it's still spinning. And these episodes can last anywhere from at, at you know when I first started getting it, like two hours to geez like eight hours and uh yeah it's not that bad anymore now what did i get it could last you know maybe five minutes actually never never that short actually maybe 15 minutes uh to you know a few hours 
And uh, like I said, it's only a few times a year for me. Um, normally. Uh, it's come back. Uh, and uh, in the fall of 2017, I started getting them yeah, maybe two to three times a week again. Uh, which wouldn't be that bad if I wasn't a truck driver. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that I'm not normally in town this long. It's because I'm a truck driver, a regional and long-haul truck driver. I uh, I go up north to the ice roads. That's usually what I do in the winter. I didn't this year, and I won't be um, just because of this issue. And I've gone on short-term disability just so I can get this back under control. Um, so it's not two to three times a week. Uh, you know, um, so I've been off for a few weeks. Uh, I hope to be off for the whole month of January just to get my diet wired because diet is a big part of it. Um, I'm trying a, a, a new diet and I'm also trying these medications that my uh, ENT specialist has recommended, ears, nose, throat specialist. Um, so I'm confident that I can get back to normal here. Um, normal be me meaning for me, meaning only you know one, two, three times a year I have an episode. Uh, there's no cure for me in years. Um, there's some people talk about being in remission, uh, which I felt I was you know as, as best as I could consider uh, that was remission, only having a, one, two to three times a year. Um, but uh, I never hear of anybody just it leaving entirely some people feel that they were done with it and then you know a few years later they get an uh, episode so they'll still get episodes of vertigo here and there um so yeah um that explains what Meniere's disease is and uh next segment i'll talk about different treatment and things i'm doing about it um to help me uh, cope and uh relieve the symptoms of it No, oh, with Meniere's disease, um, there is no cure for Meniere's disease, um, but there's a lot of things you can do to to cope and make life a lot easier. Because um, life can suck, uh, it can be horrible if you're having a lot of symptoms and it's dominating your life. You can't really do much. A lot of people can't drive and they can't do the things they like to do. They can't do sports and all that. Um, they have a very difficult time looking at a screen. Um, all that's done for me. I've never... It was never a big problem. I've always uh, continued on having an active lifestyle, so I'm one of the lucky ones. Um, but um, it did stop me from, you know, continuing some things. I don't fly airplanes anymore like I used to. Um, I'm very anxious sometimes in between. Um, the episodes are one thing. The vertigo is one thing, but it's in between when you're um, walking around thinking, oh, there might be... I might have a, a dizziness spell. It might be coming on, and you're thinking this in the back of your mind. Uh, you think, "Oh, should I go out? Should I go to work? Should I do this?" And it's in that anxiety um, makes it worse, right? So that anxiety can bring about an attack. I found that out because you know there was some uh, certain topic in my life, uh, seeing something going on that caused me a lot of stress. And every time I thought about it, I'd get dizzy. You know, I could be fine, and somebody would bring it up. Um, that issue and then I would get dizzy so that was that mind and body connection and when I learned that I realized that uh, well you know the mind has a lot to do with it so I got into what helped me the most 
uh, in coping with this and a lot of other aspects of my life, which was meditation. Um, I've been into meditation for the last five years. Um, in the last three years, I've never missed a meditation session. Um, so perhaps in future episodes, I'll talk more about meditation and the positive effects I've ha- it had on, on, on my life and what it could do for you. But uh, yeah, meditation is great. I've learned to, you know, when I feel that anxiety or dizziness or nausea nausea coming on i can disconnect and 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 focus on my breath and just be mindful of the present moment instead of being stressed about what's happening in the future and i can't i i can stop my body uh, from responding to things um in the same way it's not perfect and i'm not perfect like i said it's still uh, i still get these episodes but uh, it's amazing when i was first able to after training and meditation for a little while uh able to arrest the the dizziness like it starts and then you stop it with your with your uh with your thoughts and your mind and and your breathing and it's great so um, that's a message I'd like to bring out to the world. You know, that power of meditation, it, it just works wonders. Uh, next thing was diet. Um, this is a tough one because, uh, you know, I love food. I love food and drink. I love trying different things, and I don't want to limit myself. But, um, yeah, you know, you want to live your life to the fullest. And if living your life to the fullest means eating and enjoying the foods you love, it's just not worth it to drastically change your diet. Uh, but there there are things that you can do. Now, I log all my food. I, I log everything I eat just so I can find the possible triggers. And uh, more so than um, trigger foods, uh, you know, a lot of people say, you know, find the foods that trigger you. Um, it's more the spikes. Like, it, I can uh, eat horribly, <laughs> like really bad. Like, uh, when I go up to the ice roads, I eat, uh, I'm at, at a at a camp, and the camp food is really good, really t- good in the, in the sense that it's really tasty, um, but really rich and a lot of fats and, you know, a lot of baked goods and pastries and stuff like that. My first year up on the ice, I gained 30 pounds. Um... But I didn't get a dizzy spell. I thought, wow, isn't that interesting? Um, but then when I started dieting again to get those 30 pounds off, I started getting dizzy spells like crazy. And uh, I thought, wow, that's me doing the opposite. I'm trying to eat healthy now. Now I'm getting dizzy. And then when I was you know, eating unhealthy, I wasn't getting dizzy. Something's messed up about this. So um, the next segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about the diet. The diet that has helped me... Um, um, cope with uh, with uh, many many years disease. So yeah, the Meniere's disease and food, the diet, it's a big part of it. And everybody recommends a low salt diet because as the salt builds up, it uh, it uh, retains water, and uh, you have an excess water amount of uh, fluid in in your inner ear, and that can uh, cause a membrane to um, to uh, rupture, and then once that ruptures, you get silent uh, or sudden, sorry, vertigo. Um, and even if it doesn't rupture, you get this kind of queasy feeling, uh, nausea, f- like you're on a boat. Um, but what I found was not my salt levels. I could be completely wrong about this, but uh, I found it wasn't so much the salt or anything I was eating or not eating. Um, I found that it was consistency. 
if there was a sudden spike, um, if I was all of a sudden, you know, like I was, I was on a perfect diet and I go out, say, to a Chinese restaurant and have f- very salty food, perhaps with MSG, and, and I eat lots, the next morning I would be dizzy, right? Um, you know, it's it's the spikes, right? Or if I'm eating unhealthy, you know, but I was consistent with that. And man, when I eat camp food and I'm out, uh, you know, um, we're at work camps and I'm consistently eating bad, <laughs> I'm fine. Like, you know, like just if I spike my insulin levels, as long as I keep it up there. Um, and I was you know, like drinking two thermoses of coffee a day. And they say that's the other thing. Avoid caffeine. But I was drinking two thermoses of coffee a day and just eating pastries next to me. Driving a truck up and down the ice roads with, a you know, two full brown bags full of pastries. And I was just eating it. And I was going up and down the ice roads. And I was fine. And then I go on a diet. And I get dizzy. So um, that's a little bit maybe perhaps there's something there. A bit of a body experiment for me was just to see, you know, maybe it was just that, you know. You just got to stay consistent with whatever you're doing. So Now, I don't want to eat consistently bad because <laughs> I care about my the rest of my health. So I need to uh, find a consistent healthy eating habits. And that's my, my currently what I'm working on, um, just to stay consistent to uh, eat healthy foods consistently. Um, so right now, speaking of which, um, and so a lot of people might not find this healthy, but uh, I'm on an all-protein diet because I heard another suggestion um, that somebody said, you know, they were insulin sensitive um, and they were sensitive to carbs and that was making them dizzy. And they are a strong believer that a lot of people that are diagnosed with Meniere's disease might be just sensitive to uh do carbohydrates and he urged me to try so I'm trying it you know I'm, it's another thing it's my responsibility I can't depend on on doctors uh, to find the answers for me I have to treat myself like a like a guinea pig and, and try different things so right now I'm trying an all-protein diet and I've been doing it for you know, two weeks now and I'm fine I feel great uh, other than I don't know maybe my mood isn't as good at is maybe my serotonin levels are low because I'm kind of moody, <laughs> hangry, so they say, as they say, and uh, having trouble sleeping at night too. Also, so that's why I'm guessing low serotonin, but uh, I'm starting to supplement with different things and maybe my body just needs to adapt. So I'm giving it two months, two months of an all-protein diet, and then I'll slowly start adding carbs back in. Um, I know that a lot of people will say, hey, that's very, very unhealthy. But uh, for me, it's worth a shot. So I'm off of work for at least a month, uh, perhaps longer. So I will be doing uh, more podcast episode. I've actually also started a vlog on on YouTube, uh, but I don't want to overextend and make too many promises to myself that I'm gonna, you know, become a full-time vlogger or podcast or anything like that. I do enjoy this, so I'm gonna keep going, and I'm gonna keep learning how to do this. So. Uh, um, to those people who are listening, which I highly doubt there aren't anybody in the world listening to this, um, but uh, this is practice, and uh, to those people, thank you. Thank you uh, for taking the time. Um, uh, Meniere's disease and, and how I cope is just you know a small part of my life, but it is a part of my life, so uh, I will be talking about it more in the future, um, but I also uh, speak a lot about more productive and positive things. Thank you.